Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fellas. Welcome back to episode 41. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Today we're going to talk about how we find stuff to do in an area. Yep. Free stuff, preferably. But <laughs> if not free, a good price. Uh, when you're living a vacation life, <laughs> you have to remind yourself that you can't spend like you're on vacation all the time. You can. And yeah. It adds up real quick. Exactly. <laughs> Before we get into the podcast, we'd love it if you followed us on the socials at The Fayolas. And if you need the links to this episode, you can find them at thefayolas.com slash 41. So the first thing we recommend you do, if you're not in this life yet, if you're just starting out, or if you're in the middle of this life um, and you don't already have it, <laughs> Make yourself a wish list book and not just a page, a book. We actually use a bullet journal. We got it off Amazon for like seven bucks. We'll link it. It's our favorite bullet journal. We use them for everything. Mm -hmm. And each spread, so like the each page, the right side and the left side, is a different state. And we have every single state in the book. Yeah, so each state has two pages, basically. And that allows us to add stuff to the book whenever we want. So we don't have to be planning for that specific state or um, in the state or anything like that and just like take notes. We can actually take notes whenever we get any ideas. So if we're in um, Florida and our you know, neighbor is telling us about these great spots in Idaho, you know, we can add those spots into the book right then when we hear about them. Which has definitely happened. A million times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could be watching a YouTube video and see something. You could be doing homeschool. We'll talk about all these ways that we find spots to travel and visit. Um, but anytime you get any ideas, instead of keeping them in your head or marking them in your phone, you just write them in the book on that page. Um, so it's really, I think, the best one of the best things we did when it's, getting I, ready for yeah, this. Yeah, I think it's worked out great. And just a tip is to make sure you leave yourself enough room for each state. Yeah. So, for example, in our book, it's two full pages. Um, and there's quite a few, I mean, quite a few lines on each page. So there's lots of room for adding in things to do. Yep. And we like to check the things off and then write the date when we did it. Yeah. <laughs> so just like another fun memory. At the end of this, we'll have this book filled with things that we did. We'll come back to this book multiple times, but that's the first thing we recommend you do um, to help out with your planning process. And that thing has like kind of morphed over so far over the past few years. It was like, we called it like the bucket list book. Of course, like we had the first things that we put in any state that had a national park was the national parks. So most of them you'll see on any state that has a park, 
those are like usually the first couple things that are on that page. There's and, and, and there's things on there like everything from attractions, things to do, national parks, but there's also things like uh, food that we should try. Yeah, exactly. Like oh. a uh, like a beignet yeah. in New Orleans. Yes, exactly. Or you know, you know, something to go do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so there's just a lot of weird things in there um or cool attractions and stuff for that specific state yep you know dip your feet in rocky mountain water yeah exactly wrote it in there so the next thing we do when we're planning so we do this every year at the end of the year for the next year we like to start fresh we start fresh with school maybe it's just me because i'm weird but i like to start fresh in january I like new bullet journals. I like new homeschool. I like new uh, planning stuff for our RV. And so at the end of every year, we plan new. And when we do that, we set up a new RV trip wizard, which we use for all of our campgrounds and uh, like our travel plans. For... It basically keeps our dates in line. Yep. And we put everything in there, campgrounds, boondocking, everything. Um, and then we do a new RV trip wizard. And... Or just kidding, our uh, road trippers. <laughs> and we use road trippers to plan things, like things that we want to do. Yeah, like attractions, excursions, places of interest, that kind of stuff. Yep. And so every year we start out by putting in our starting location, which is where we're at in January, and where we plan on being in December. And of course you can change these things around. Um, but we put in those two amounts, and then it will draw pretty much a straight line from point A to point B. Yep. Um, and then we go through and start adding in some items or attractions that will help force the route to go the way that we plan on going. So Tony and I will look and say, okay, let's try to do these states this year or whatever. Yep. Um, and so we'll start planning those out. Or maybe we actually have some plans. Like this year, we had plans in Idaho to pick up a puppy. Uh, so we put in those in there. And so we just kind of force it to look like our RV trip wizard, kind of. Uh, and we can add things as we go, and we can take away things. This year, it has morphed multiple times because yeah. we had plans to go to Michigan and then you know, down to Texas and over. And then that changed um, to just staying on the Pacific coast area or Pacific time zone. And then that morphed to going over to North Dakota. So, (laughs) I mean, plans change and we easily can change this and add in things to do. And it's super easy to like um, add stuff in or it allows you to like switch stuff off. (laughs) And as you do that, the route changes. So you, we started out, you know, uh, probably with like 50 things and a bunch of, we had a bunch of plans in Colorado all over, but as we realized like what time would be and travel days and stuff, we switched a bunch of stuff off in the Southern part of Colorado and that changed our route through like some of the Southern states. So what he's talking about is there's like a toggle button that you can toggle on and off. Um, and what's really cool is it kind of has your route, so and you force it. You, it's going to go the fastest, the fastest way from each attraction that you put in there. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you got to put in something, and you can put in a city. So let's say you know you're going 
a certain way because we use RV Trip Wizards. Some people use just road trippers. It probably yeah. make more sense to just use road trippers, but we like RV Trip Wizard a lot more. Yeah. Um, so we use both. So for us to make road trippers route look like RV Trip Wizard, sometimes we have to put in the cities or something like that. Yep. And, and that's easy to do. But the toggle switches, you can turn them off. And when you do that, it changes the route completely. Yeah. Um, we don't delete out the items. We leave them in there and just toggle them off. And then at the end of the year, we will um, add those to our book if they're not already in there. Exactly. Um, and then plan it the next time we're in that state. We'll try again to get to those spots. And there's been plenty of stuff that we've added into our book just based off of like points of interest in road trippers. For mm -hmm. example, like um, the Elvis Presley birthplace. I didn't have plans to do that, except for we were going to be in northern Alabama. And the way Road Tripper shows you points of interest is you can change um, the range of off, how far, how off, far off of the route it will show you stuff. And this was pretty much right along the way. So I jotted that down. We ended up going there. It was cool. And there's some other stuff along the way that we just didn't have time to do, but they're still in my book. So... Yeah, so we'll toggle them off on um, road trippers so they, like, move the route the way that we actually are going. Um, and then we'll also add them into our book. So the next time we're in the state, when we do that planning, we'll open up the page and we'll say, okay, what do we want to do? And we go yeah. through that list of our, you know. Of all the book. unchecked stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so that is the next big thing that I would recommend. Um, and this is ahead of time you can plan uh, with road trippers or you can do it, you know, while you're in the state. Um, yeah, as long as you have like a general idea of where you want to be, like for us, where do we want to be in the summer? Do we want to do the East Coast? Do we want to do, you know, the PNW, whatever? You can get, you can get your start point and your end point. You can fill in just a few fill middle. It in. Yeah. yeah, fill it, start throwing stuff in there and turn them on or turn them off if you have, you know, as you go. And Road Trippers is really good at giving you a lot of cool, fun things to do. And, like, quirky things or weird things. Um, just just fun stuff. And yeah. almost all of them are free, you know? Yeah. So go along, the, go along your route and see if there's anything. And you can turn off different things. You can say museums or you can say... Yeah, you can filter stuff out. Yep, like attractions or battleground state... Or not battleground. Battle... <laughs> Battlefields. Battlefields. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever um so you can put that in there which is cool i really like it um so that's my first app or something that i would recommend using and for somebody like me who doesn't i don't really like i don't love planning stuff but i do i do like looking at that kind of thing those kinds of things to like get me excited mm -hmm. about certain traveling areas. yeah certain yeah. areas and traveling to there um, and then also some other things that we look at when planning ahead of time. So these are all things that we can do before we even get to those states or get to those areas. Um, number one is our national park in the area. Mm -hmm. If there is or if there's a national park within range of where we're going to be, we add that to our plan. So we'll add that right into Road Trippers um, and make sure that that's on our radar. The next thing is Capitol Buildings. Uh, we try to make these. We don't always get them. Uh, the problem we have, the major problem we have is we have dogs. So if we're too far away from the Capitol building, which could happen because a lot of times campgrounds that we stay at or boondocking spots that we're at are 
a little ways away from Capitol buildings. Yep. So sometimes we don't get to visit them, but if there's one in the area, we add it to our list. Next thing is badge of honor trails. This is kind of specific to us or For the Jeep, yeah. Jeep owners. <laughs> but if you have a Jeep, that's another thing to look at. You know, is there yep. a badge of honor trail in the area? Um, something fun to do. Uh, the other thing we like to do are children's museums. They're a lot of fun. And then just regular museums. So we look at those two things in areas. Um, learning centers are a new thing that we've been loving. Those we look at to see if they're in, in areas that we're going to be. And then the other easy win is looking at YouTube of specific areas. So, for example, um, we just visited uh, Cascade Mountains. Mm-hmm. Okay, North Cascades. Yeah, North Cascade National Park. So we actually just went into YouTube and searched North Cascade National Park. And a whole bunch of stuff came up so you could get a little bit more detailed with kids. Um, and they will tell you all the things you do in that area, which is kind of cool. Um, also at that park. So you can add those into your list as well. And you can do area too. So like we did the Mount Rainier area and they told us about that train thing that was really cool and that um, village thing (laughs) that we did not get to do them this time. So they're in my book for next time we're in the area. Um, So those are all cool things to add into your your list. And it's an easy win because you can just search in YouTube. So those are all things you can do before you get to an area. When you get to the area, there's another whole bunch of things you can do. (laughs) Um, The first thing that I really like are the visitor centers. You've gotten some great ideas from visitor centers. I mean, there's the one that we just did. Yeah, when we got into Newport, I think it was maybe like the second or third day we were there. I was in town doing some errands, and I just happened to stop in. And um, the lady who was there super nice and we just got chatting about rving and traveling and things to do in the area and she gave me so much information she gave me a bunch of jeep trails and which she which we did and they were great um she told me about some spots to go you know like viewing animals and you know they went they 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 have a jeep too and they love back roading and stuff so they always go out looking for moose and bear and all that kind of stuff. So that was um, that was a good experience. And uh, surprisingly, a lot of these towns have like a local visitor center. Yep. Sometimes they close early. So, yeah. I mean, the, you have to get there at a decent time. But, I mean, there's also the visitor center at Rapid City that we mm-hmm. went in South Dakota. Um, BLM has like a visitor center. And, of course, the national parks have visitor centers yeah, and stuff well, like that. But Most of the federal stuff, like the Forest Service, the yes. Bureau of Land Management, all those, they usually have some sort of a ranger station or whatever they call them. They, some of them have different names. but And sometimes they're helpful. Sometimes they're not. But ex- especially the city visitor centers, I find that those are a little bit more helpful. I think the mm-hmm. people... Uh, they're not volunteer, but I bet you they're pretty close to volunteer. Yeah. And so they're doing it because they like the yeah, job. It's exactly. fun for them. Uh, and they have a lot of cool places and ideas to do. Plus, yep. you can also find tons of brochures inside there, yep. things to do around the area. A lot of the places and attractions and fun things to do will give them stuff to hand out. Um, so, And the one I went to in Newport, they had a few maps on the wall. One of them was like a 
really large map, and they actually had points of interest for for camping. They had some free camping spots on there. Um, so there's a ton of information you can get. And, you know, most of the time it's, it's from local people. So And they know all the best spots. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which brings me to my second thing, locals. <laughs> Tony is the best at this. I'm not. I don't normally talk to people. <laughs> I'm actually a very nice person and very, I don't know, open person. And I will talk your head off if you start talking to me. Um, but I'm very kind of introverted, which is really weird because I never thought I would say that. I'm not one to go out and like just chit chat with people, but Tony must have like a sign on him that says, I love talking to people <laughs> because he makes friends with everybody. Uh, and one of them is locals. So you're pumping gas uh-huh. and he's talking to the guy next to him and, or whatever, grocery store, uh, just local places with local people yeah. living there and they'll give you the best spots and best things to do which is really fun yeah recently it was the hardware store owner in um plain washington it's near leavenworth when we were staying there i went to get my propane tank filled we were sitting there uh he started filling it we just started chatting (laughs) next thing you know we're going into the office of the hardware store he's getting out um forest service maps and he's showing me all these cool spots to go check out it was awesome and he was super nice and he actually as busy as he was he took like you know an extra five six minutes to to show me and get you know personally show me these cool things people love to talk about themselves and their areas and their their homes especially if they've lived there forever you know they're proud of it so um it's it's actually really cool like when you talk to them and ask mm-hmm. them questions because then they get to tell you and you get to see the joy yeah. and how much they love their area. Yeah, he so. clearly loved it. Like he he showed me um, a, a few spots to go tubing or, you know, down the mm-hmm. river. So Our Texas plates are big yeah. icebreakers. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves to ask what part of Texas we're from. Yeah, and so that gets us talking, and then we tell them, you know, that we're full-timers, and we actually just have a mailbox in Texas, and then they're like, oh, you're here visiting, and then they start telling you all the good places, you know, the good mm-hmm. places, so um, be open and take advantage of that free resource. Yeah, yeah. And most of the time, I don't even have to ask about stuff, you know, it's just one thing leads to another, and we're talking about it. Yeah, and it's a good resource. It's better than anything you're going to find, so... The next thing that I'm going to mention is, um, well, before we do that, neighbors at campgrounds is another one. Um, a lot of times the people at the campgrounds are actually not that far away. Local, mm-hmm. They're locals. They just like to go 20 minutes down the road, I guess, to a campground. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times we run into people from that specific state and they'll give ideas or they're they're not from that area, but, but they've just, already... They've just done it before. You yeah, know? they've done it before, or they're traveling to somewhere where you're going. Um, neighbors and Tony... Tony talks to every single one of our neighbors. He's He has all the gossip. He knows all <laughs> the details of, like, what's happening in all the RVs. <laughs> He'll come in and be, like, talking about something, and I'm just like, what are you talking about? And he's like, like who's John. Bill? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John, down the road, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... What in the world? So yeah, he has all the <laughs> all the people, and he gets great ideas. I think you just got one the other day from somebody. I don't remember what it is now, but so I'm trying to do that. Like when I talk to people, I mm-hmm. tell them some of the tips of that area because 
you know, especially if it's somebody new coming in yeah. when we're leaving. So they're obviously going to be exploring the same things you just explored. And we've been meeting a lot of um, full-time RVers that have been on the road less than a year. Mm-hmm. So it's really neat to give them advice as well as take it from them, especially if they've been to some of the areas that you plan on going. Mm-hmm. You know, t- just it's easy to start up the conversation. You're talking to them and you're like, yeah, we just visited. And then just start tell them what yeah. you visited and where you plan on going. And you'll be surprised what, you know, kind of conversation pops mm-hmm. up. The next thing, this is what I was going to actually say earlier, is uh, Google... When you're, when you're in the area, if you just Google things to do near me, a whole bunch of stuff will pop up. Um, and some of these things are great and some of these things are not so good. Mm-hmm. And those locals would have told you that if you asked them. <laughs> but I find a lot of fun things to do from that. I think that's where I found that Penny Park. Yeah. I just like said things to do near me and that. And penny. yeah, you can definitely get more specific if you have an idea of like, we could have said, you know, we parks could have Googled, yeah, parks or playgrounds near me. I actually did that at one point when I was trying to find that penny playground again, just for directions. Um, but like 10 playgrounds popped up. So mm-hmm. all within maybe 10 miles. Yeah. So, I mean, Google is a great resource for that. And no, there is reviews on there. So you can look through the reviews on mm-hmm. those different things and see if they're worth it for you. Yep. The other thing that kind of goes along with Google, because it's probably one of the top search items (laughs) when you say things to do near me, it'll pop up towards the top, is TripAdvisor. Yeah, there's a ton of information on TripAdvisor. There's everything from hikes to, I mean, you can get Jeep trails, you can get Mm -hmm. attractions, you can get like um, boat rides and everything pretty much is in TripAdvisor and you can get reviews and comments. I find that a lot of the things is outdated or a lot of the comments are older, but some of the stuff is newer. Yeah. I just don't think people use it as much as maybe they used to. I could be wrong on that because I don't always click on it. but Or they're just not reviewing as much. Yeah, just not reviewing it as much. Um, but it's also a good resource. What I like to do if I find something on there to do or to look at is I just then search that specific thing and then find more reviews on it. All Trails, we have the pro version of All Trails. I like this app a lot. Yeah. Um, you can put in your filters. So this is for hiking, but it actually has other things in there too. Oh, yeah. Bicycles. There's off-road, yeah, bikes, yep. motorcycle, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we use it mostly for hiking, but there is some like off-road trails too that I've found in there. Yep. Um, but what I like the best about it is I can type in, okay, so I'm really weird and I hate out and back type hikes or out and back Jeep trails. <laughs> I love loops. They're my favorite. I hate going where I've already been. Like it's the worst, especially if it's a long hike. Oh my gosh, that'd be the worst to, <laughs> to have to walk back and see something I've already seen. I'm the opposite. I don't mind it at all. Yeah, I don't Because like a lot of times you do an out and back, you get, you get two different perspectives. Yeah, but it's still, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm hiking, it's going to be a loop, <laughs> preferably. Unless it's a really good hike. Um, So I like in the All Trails app, first of all, you hit Explore and it's near you. So it's all the hikes that are near you or whatever you've clicked on. I'm talking hiking specifically right now. Um, Bicycling, whatever. Um, But then it has amazing filters. So I normally do loop. (laughs) Yeah. And I sometimes do dog friendly if we want to take our dogs with us. 
And I like to do kid-friendly just to make sure that it's somewhat kid-friendly for the kids. It's not too hard. Yeah, because sometimes you'll see a, like a one-mile trail, but if you don't actually get into the details and it's like a 2,000-foot elevation gain, that's not going to be fun with your kids. Yeah, well, at least our kids, yeah. <laughs> or me, <laughs> to be honest. Normally, if it's kid-friendly, it means it's Kristen-friendly. But um, So, yeah, I like to do those filters, and then we just see what's around us. And it's cool because you can look at the map and see the map around mm-hmm. you, or you can just look at the list. And then, of course, there's the reviews, and there's tons can, of reviews. Off- offline maps, you can download the map. And that, one thing about the reviews is there so many reviews on there and they're super up to date. Yes. You can get them like within like that day or yeah. weeks of when you went there. Um, and I do love the feature of downloading the offline map because that happens a lot. Yep. And speaking of offline maps, another <laughs> one we use is Onyx Off-Road for our Jeep trails. Yeah. And so you do this in the area that we're at. You can jump on, I'm like, let's do a Jeep trail. And so you jump right into the Onyx map and you yep. start looking around for some kind of Jeep trail around. Can you do a loop filter on that? I don't think so. Oh. But I never do. I never Yeah, look you never do that. Because <laughs> we'll be on the trail and I'll be like, is this a loop or an out and back? You're like, it's an out and back. I'm like, oh, come on. But Onyx has been awesome. I think this is our second year with that. Mm-hmm. And they have other apps too. So they have yeah. camping. Do they have a camping one? I think so. It's like backcountry or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, backcountry. Yeah. And then they have the um, hunting. Yep. I feel like we're missing one, so there might be another one in there. But I really like their maps. I like Mm -hmm. their um, design and their look as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to use, easy to um, go through the filters. And you can download the offline maps, which are really cool. You can also track yourself, which is kind of fun, um, because then you can see the trail afterwards, which is neat. Yep. See um, when we get lost, how many different routes we tried. (laughs) Other places we get some ideas from are YouTube RVers. So, you know, the famous people. (laughs) Yeah. All the top RVers. A lot of them have been to areas that we're going into now already, or someone has gone. Some RVer has gone that has done YouTube videos. Uh, So you can look back at their videos for that area and see if... um, You get some ideas, add them into your book if you do. Um, RV groups, we're on a few Facebook groups that that share different things. You know, we were just at this place and it was great. You know, right when I see those things, if it looks like something that would be great for our family, I just add them into our book. Yeah. Some of the groups that I follow on Facebook are like RV Jeepers. And not only is it, places to go or stay that one looks fun and then it's also you know like setups different setups that people share and stuff like that so that one has some pretty good information i'll link a few in the show notes but um rv facebook groups are yeah and you get a lot of i'm actually on a couple work camping um Mm -hmm. work camping groups and they're just for work camping but i've actually found some really cool things to go do as well in there some of those I do, and I like to go through and read them because the description of some of those work camping jobs is, seems awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get your site paid for, full hookup site, and then you get, like, decent pay, and it's, you know, low hours. So, obviously, not with a family and stuff like that. It'd probably be harder, but for, like, a solo or just a couple with no mm-hmm. kids, that'd be awesome. 
You actually have some friends who do work camping at a place in Colorado, and they love it. Yeah, I mean, we're going to try our first work camping out pretty soon here, and I'm excited. And then uh, I think we should try more. I think it's fun. It has to be the right spot in the right terms. (laughs) It's not required, so therefore you're going to be picky. Exactly. Um, Check in with other RVers on the road as well. So I know that we mentioned neighbors at the campground. We also mentioned um, YouTube RVers. But you also run into a ton of RVers on the road. At gas stations, rest areas. Um, A lot of times they're just vacationers. But they've been to really cool spots and they'll give you ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, share advice with them as well. You know, give them um, tips of areas that they're going to. Yeah, like one thing that, you know, we've, that I've started conversations with and vice versa um, is like the travel map. You know, you put your stickers for your states on there. You know, some people will say, why didn't you go here? Oh, you've been there. How was it? Because they've never been. So that's a good way to to exchange information too. Yeah, we had that one guy. um, Where were we? Oh, I think it was in the Teton area. And he like walked oh, yeah, all yeah. the way. The door over. was open. <laughs> the door was were, uh, open, and I was working in the front. I don't think he knew I was in there. And he walked all the way to our door and was like looking at our door. And I had a feeling it was the map or something, but it was really kind of creepy because it was like all the way into <laughs> our area. Um, but he had been drinking and he was feeling good. Yeah. And he was just looking at our map, which was really funny. Um, but he wanted to know why we hadn't been to Missouri or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's where he was from. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah, I ended up talking to him a little bit after that. And Seems that's what super he said. Cool yeah, guy, he was yeah. a, he was a super nice guy. But it was just funny because he had walked. I was like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> he doesn't know I'm sitting right here. I don't think. <laughs> Cause he didn't say hi or anything. He was yeah. just like right out my window staring at the door. Yeah. The map is a, a another icebreaker for yep. sure. Also places from history. So this is like, I mean, there's so much history in the United States and there might be some things that you're interested in and all you have to do is just Google those areas, find out where it happened. Like, for example, um, you know, the the battle, I want to keep saying battleground states. <laughs> what are they called? Like Civil War battlefields? Battlefield, that's what I'm, <laughs> I keep saying the wrong thing. As soon as I think battleground, then I get all like, what is it again? Anyways, like the battlefields, those are awesome. They're history. You know about them. You know specific wars. And then you just Google those areas and put them in your book. Um, Also, we visited the Oregon Trail, which was great. Um, We actually saw wagon wheels, you know, the wagon wagon wheel tracks, which was so cool to see. Yeah, almost all of those things are free. Um, which are really cool. I mean, sometimes you have to pay a little something at museums. I don't think that one museum at the Oregon Trail was anything, though. Was that free? Um, I don't remember paying. Well, it's part of, like, a state park. We might have had to pay to get in there, but I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, that was near, um, I think that was in Glens Ferry. Yeah, that was really cool. In Idaho. But, yeah, that that was, like, an Oregon Trail interpretive museum. Yep, and then we did, and then we left there and drove along the trail and got to see different things like in the wild. Yep, (laughs) and then you you went. We went into the um, I think it's called the Hagerman 
fossil beds. Oh yeah, that it was goes super through cool. there. That's a national monument that was free. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these places you get into free if you have the national park pass, which we have an annual pass we buy every year. So, mm-hmm. and so that is really um, a lot of those history places are perfect. Um, especially if you're homeschooling because your kids are learning about it and then they get to see it in real life. And that's always the best way for them to retain it is seeing it and touching it. (laughs) Me too. Um, And another one going along with that is homeschool books. Uh, We've had lots of homeschool books that the kids are like, add this to the list, dad. (laughs) I mean, Lexi just came out the other day and was like, dad, we have to add this into our book for Utah. (laughs) Yeah. Because she wanted to see something. Uh, and so we also had a, what is it? The history, was it a history book with the states? The 50 states one? Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. Each state had something local to do. Yeah. It was like a local family or a local business or something. Yep. And something to do in each state. So pretty much we had 50 new things to put in our book because yep. every page was something we wanted to do yeah i think we (laughs) added at least two things to every state by doing that um states unit yeah so i mean those are easy wins and fun things to do but not just history books you can find stuff in like i said lexi just came out the other day i think she was watching news or something Mm -hmm. and saw something she wanted to add and there was some stuff in there that you know uh, we'd already done Mm -hmm. we've already seen okay so Like I said, most of these places are free, but if you can't get it free, getting it at a discounted rate is the best option. And I have a few ways you can do that. Number one, Groupon. Uh, So we actually like, first of all, I never liked Groupon (laughs) (laughs) and never could get really any deals. And then my aunt Tina pretty much taught me how to use it. And now I can, I like it. Um, when we were in Florida, we were able to get, uh, Groupons. We got a Groupon for a boat. Pontoon rental. Yep. We did that, which was so fun. So we rented the pontoon boat and then through the Groupon, it got a great deal. Had a lot of fun. Yep. We also did, um, the, either the dolphin crew, one of the dolphin cruises through yeah. it. So, um, Groupon, I highly recommend and it's free, so you don't have to pay for it. Um, oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was like a maybe a membership or something. No, it's free, cool. but you just have to read the details on everything. I just recommend doing that because sometimes there's stipulations, like you can only use it during the week or you can only use it on specific days or times or whatever. Um, but and so far, everything that we've used it for has been everything we needed. Yeah, and I think some of them, uh, sometimes it it might seem like it's a deal, but it's actually just normal price. Yeah. So you got to pay attention to whether it is like a an actual deal. Yes. And just like when you go to the you... grocery store, sometimes they have a tag on there that says, <laughs> you know, low price for a dollar ninety nine. But it's actually the normal price. They just put a fancy sticker on it. Yeah. And actually, that reminds me. I would call the place that you plan on going. So, for example, the pontoon the pontoon boat that we got the group on. Yep. They actually told us when we called them, like, if you haven't already bought your ticket, get it here. We'll give you the same price. So that's actually better because then you're not, you don't have any stipulations. You know, for a fact, you're going there, you're going to get the same price and you're helping out that small business better because they don't have to pay the group on whatever they pay the group on. Mm -hmm. So, 
um, definitely check out the Groupon, but then call the company first maybe and get the pricing and just see if you can get at, tell them, say, I saw this Groupon. Can you give me the same deal? And they probably will. The other thing that we like to look at is tickets at work or Chase Rewards does the same thing. So um, we have a Chase credit card. We actually have a couple Chase credit cards. We like Chase. And um, they have the Chase Rewards where you can go into the rewards area and buy tickets. So it's not using your reward money or anything like that. We get money back on our credit cards. Um, we don't use that money. We can go in and buy tickets through the program. Mm -hmm. um, and they have some good deals in there. You normally save a lot of money. Like I'm thinking like Disney tickets or, um, you know, Discovery Cove or, you know. Like the bigger items, bigger places. Yeah, yeah. bigger ticket items. Um, you can get discounted tickets. Same thing with tickets at work. So I actually have that through my work. You may through yours if you if you do something like that that allows that. Um, these are things that you forget about and, and then afterwards you're like, oh shoot, mm -hmm. I should have checked that. Um, but we try to always remember to do that. When my parents were here, um, we bought some tickets through there for some things. Wonderworks or something maybe? Yes. Yep. Wonderworks. We got those through there. We got a discount, a huge discount. I think we saved like 30 or $40 doing yeah. that total between all of us. I can't quite remember, but I think it was around there. And then for Lexi's birthday, we bought a ton of things. Yeah. We did the golf. Yeah, and Pigeon Forge. Yep. We bought the golf thing at Pigeon Forge. And then we also did... Um, the 7D ride. Yep. So you can get a lot of those things at discounted prices using either your Chase Rewards, if you have Chase credit cards or tickets at work. Um, and then you can also find discounts at gas stations or the visitor center. You know, a lot of times they'll have like a flyer with a discount. I mean, we just, we were just at an ice cream shop and they had the horse yep. stuff. Um, horse horseback rides. riding. So Look, when you go into those kind of places, look for um, the handouts that they have for local businesses around because you may get a coupon for something else. Yep. And I think that's it. I think that's pretty that's much. That's the way we find things to do <laughs> um, in different areas. It's hard. It's hard when um, when you're traveling around the country to find things to do. You're in these really cool spots and... Uh, Especially sometimes you can lose focus on smaller things when you go to an area with like a national park. Mm -hmm. You know, um, in um, the Grand Tetons, for example, that's amazing. And you are focused on seeing the Grand Tetons and all the things, Jenny Lake and all the drives and stuff. But around there, there's some really amazing stuff like easy hikes. You know, there's Jeep like trails. A, Jeep trails. There's a badge of honor over there. <laughs> yeah, within an hour. Um, that was really cool. That was awesome. Monument mm -hmm. Ridge, what it was called. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Like, there's a ton of stuff to do around those places. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to when you when you're traveling all over the country too. Like when you move from one spot to another, it's like. You're sitting there. I mean, this happens to me at least. I don't know if it happens to you 
guys, but um, I will be sitting there. And it's like you almost feel like you're wasting your time in this beautiful spot because you're not doing something. Mm-hmm. But you obviously can't do stuff all the time. You can't do it all. Number one, but you also can't pay for all these things. So yep. you almost feel like you have to be out like paying for different things. We can't do that. We can't live this vacation life and pay for it too. Yep. <laughs> the entire year. I mean, it, it's it's okay to splurge once in a while, but um, we live this life. So it's hard for us to spend every time we go out yeah. on something. So it's fun to find f- free things. That are amazing. And yep. I will tell you, most of the things that we do for free are better than the things that we pay for. So, yeah, and I, I, ca- I count National Park because we do pay for that, but it's a one-time fee that we yep. pay once a year. And then, so those are free to us now because <laughs> we've already paid for it. Um, so, yeah, all the National Parks, the hikes, the Jeep trails, all of those places, all those free history places that I just told you about, all those things have been some of the coolest places we've been, mm-hmm. and they're all free or very low price. Yeah, when you're in a place and you're looking for something to do, don't be afraid to ask somebody. Ask a local. Ask a neighbor. We found so many cool spots, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, just by chance sometimes. And if you don't want to ask them, just start talking about what you're doing in that area, and it'll lead to that conversation. Yep. So those are the, the best tips, really, um, that we just went over. That's how we find everything that we do. But go make your bullet journal right now if you don't already have one uh, for all your wish list items. Because let me tell you, that is a game changer. Uh, you will get, you will start hearing places all the time and you yeah. forget about them. And keep it handy. Like yeah. I found that for a short amount of time, you know, maybe we kept it in a, not on the bookshelf, but like in a um, cupboard behind the, the cubby behind the TV or something. And uh, you, you almost forget it's there. Mm-hmm. So now we keep it out. It, yeah, when it's handy, there's a pen on it, you know, attached to the little uh, the strap. You open it up to that state, and you can jot that stuff down. So and and I mean, it's the bullet journal is what eight and a half. By? It's no, it's small. It's probably yeah. six inches. Yeah, so it's easy to even carry around with you, to be honest. Yeah, but. Um, if you're getting something from a local or something, text it to yourself or text yep. it to your spouse or something and then write it in the book when oh, you that's get a another, chance. That's another one more thing I should mention. Sometimes it, like if I'm out and I find something, I tag it in Google Maps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can actually drop a pin yep. right on Google Maps. If you go into Google Maps and you zoom in, you can hold down your finger on that section and it'll like drop a pin and then you can just write like a little note. You can note. leave a note, yep. You can actually make lists um, inside Google Maps. So that's what I do. And then I share the list with Tony. So I'm like, it's called like places I want to go or something. Yeah. Oh, I have, <laughs> I have different, different colored tags and yeah. different labels. And I have, my map is crazy looking, but it's, so, it's worked out really well. What's cool about that is if you tag it on Google Maps, then when you're in a certain area and you look at yourself on the map, you can see the things that you've tagged around you. Yep. Um, so then you can say, oh, this thing that I tagged like, you know, two years ago. Yeah, exactly. I, we're happened. now here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so let's go see it. Um, so that's another really cool tip actually to add in. And I guess really what it comes down to is, yeah, it's a, there's easy ways to save money and, you know, have an epic time. 
we've had picnics on mountaintops. You know, it didn't cost us anything but a little bit of gas and whatever we had into our food. Yep. Some really cool picnics. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I think that's it. Yeah. Quick podcast. Um, we will see you next week. If you need the show notes for this episode, thefailas.com slash 41. Yep. And follow us at the Fialas on Facebook and Instagram. Sounds good. See you soon. Talk to you later. Bye.